0: If you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know that I do have a merch store or two and I don't generally push my merch because I don't feel comfortable hitting you guys up for money. But if you're listening to me on anything resembling a regular basis, you probably laugh at the same things I do. You probably think a lot of the same things I do. So why don't you go check out HorribleDesigns.com. They have assorted merchandise with funny comments on it, funny t-shirts, funny mouse pads, funny coffee cups. And then some stuff that maybe not necessarily so funny, but is definitely relevant, whether it's a social opinion, an economic opinion, a stance on, you know, things like veganism or whether or not you need essential oils in your life. So, yeah, anyway, that's my little plug. I have some of their shirts. They're comfortable. They're cool. I like them. HorribleDesigns.com. Go check it out. The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So, if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings they're not under consideration hey everybody welcome to another episode of i had to say it we're going to get right into it because i got a lot on my mind this week Uh, i'm going to start out by thanking the supporters as usual so on patreon we have josh jake b word in the ice man at buy me a coffee we have miss aaron and jason thank you guys for the support i appreciate it a lot so a whole lot's been going on in the last week and uh we're going to talk about it so We'll start out with there was a massive, massive thing that happened uh, in Ohio. There was a train that was derailed. Now, these things happen, but the problem with what happened is this train that was derailed was carrying a bunch of liquid PVC, which is polyvinyl chloride, which is the white pipes you see being used for plumbing and other assorted household stuff. Uh, problem is, this was uncured liquid PVC, when it's cured and set and plastic, it's fine. It's safe. This was thousands and thousands of gallons of liquid PVC. It uncured. When it's in its uncured state, it's extremely fucking toxic. Now, the government's brilliant solution to this derailed train situation, uh, rather than like cleaning up the liquid, they said it would be quicker to burn it. Now, as I understand it, they also blew up the, tr- the cars that were attached to it that were blocking the tracks so they could clear the tracks. Because apparently that was the priority was to get the tracks cleared, not just to think and do something smart. But even if I'm misinformed about this, their solution was to burn this shit, which they had to evacuate the entire, entire town. I and mean, it was the town of East Palestine in Ohio. Now, this is one of those things, it didn't get nearly as much coverage as you'd think it would, and the burning of this chemical, which I guess the stuff boils at like eight degrees, it it has an extremely low boiling point, so it was very hazardous to transport and try and, you know, put it into containers to clean it up and haul it away, apparently, which is why they decided to burn it. Now, this released a there's pictures floating all around on the internet, a huge plume of toxic shit up into the sky over this uh the chemicals that are released when you burn this shit is like hydrochloric acid and um uh, and uh phosgene and uh am I actually wrong here now that I'm looking through my notes? It was hundreds of thousands of gallons of this shit, <clears throat> so yeah, massive like. You can see the internet pictures there are these like mushroom cloud plumes in the sky from these burning. Uh, they evacuated us like 14, 15 miles, give or take. Um, and there's been a lot of consequences of this. Now, this is a massive ecological nightmare. Uh, it's immediately toxic. You know, fish are dying. People, A lot of people lost their livestock, chickens, cows, just dropping dead. Now, the this uh, polyvinyl... Uh, chemical is listed as uh extremely dangerous and toxic like i said it's a it, it's a carcinogen that causes uh chemi- chem- uh cancer it's uh blood li brain lungs liver uh and i forget what there's one more but uh yeah it's a carcinogen for that causes cancer and all those things it's breathing it can you know, deprive you of oxygen in your lungs, could give you a headache, dizzy, sleepy, collapse, die. Um and yeah, they so Ohio's been dealing with this and and that thing and the EPA's out there and they're they've told people it's they're ready to come home but, but um there is it's getting in the water from, you know, ground contamination, groundwater. And the river that's right there actually feeds into the Mississippi, so we're talking about going out of the Ohio River Valley and into the Mississippi, which will subsequently also funnel it all the way down to the Gulf Coast. So this is an absolutely just nightmare scenario for what is going on. Uh that part of Ohio in particular, extremely fertile or formerly extremely fertile land, a lot of a lot of farms there, a lot of you know, cattle farms, pig farms. Vegetable farms uh, that are all going to be contaminated by this shit, and there's going to be probably acid rain from all the hydrochloric acid that got up, sent up into the clouds in in the burn off. So yeah, this is a huge fucking nightmare. Now the big thing about it that's got me thinking about it is we we didn't really hear all that much about it. It's not getting a shit ton of national coverage. I mean, it's it's getting like bylines and getting mentioned here and there, from what I can tell. But until it had already been, you know. In, done and happened for several days, I hadn't heard anything about it. I read something about it last night and decided to look into it more today. And, yeah, it's it's a, like, huge, big deal. And the fact that they're not talking about it tells you a whole lot in terms of they know it's a disaster, and they're trying to, you know, just kind of keep it, you know, shh. And, um, you know, the, the state's saying that... <sighs> Residents should, you know, everything's safe. You can go back, but you know, m- people may want to get their houses tested to make sure they're not toxic by going home. Um, obviously, they're going to try and hold the rail- railroad companies are responsible for it. These are the same railroads where the strike, the union guys, when they were threatening to go on strike, were saying we're they're telling us to cut down on safety inspections on each car. We need three minutes, and they want it done in ninety seconds. Now, this is the kind of shit that happens when you're not properly inspecting your, your railroad cars, because there is footage out there. And again, there's, this is like, I had to go looking for this shit. There is footage out there that shows like some of the wheels on a couple of the cars that were sparking several miles before where the, 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 the train skipped the tracks. And so, yeah, there was some kind of mechanical failure that caused this, uh, train to jump the rails and caused the entire, I think it was something like 50 some cars out of the train. Half the train was in the, involved in this pileup. And again, not a lot of, you know, coverage on it from what I could tell. Maybe I'm, I mean, granted, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I do generally peruse the news headlines and I had to go actively looking for this to find anything about it after hearing somebody or reading somebody, um, uh, making a comment on, on Twitter on Sunday night. And yeah, this, so th- and this happened a week ago. What the fuck? And it's really just been a, what the fuck kind of week? Cause that's going to bring me nicely into the next thing I want to talk about. Now, I talked about it last week, and uh, so February 4th, last week, there was a Chinese spy balloon that was shot down over the Atlantic Ocean. Now, I critiqued the way it was handled by the administration, because it was fucking stupid that they let it get all the way across the country before they decided to shoot it down. So whatever it was doing together, it gathered. Um... China's demanding the return of the, the the wreckage of it and saying, again, you know, it was just a weather balloon, blah, 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 and they want their shit back. And I'm guessing the U.S. government hasn't really shown any inclination to returning it yet. So that was uh, February 4th. They splashed that thing in the ocean. Um, they said the balloon was about the size of three city buses flying at about 65,000 feet, blah, blah, blah. Um, so. Yeah, that happened. Now, since that happened, there have been three more unidentified airborne objects that have been shot down by the U.S. government. Um, Friday, there was an unidentified object that was brought down over uh, Alaska. When it got shot, it basically blew apart. White House officials released the information, said it's the size of a small car. Detected on Thursday night, heading toward the North Pole, got shot down. The next day, February 11th, there's a UFO shot down over Canada uh, in the Yukon Territories, borders Alaska, same general area. Uh, Canadian officials described it as a cylindrical object that was significantly smaller than the spy balloon was picked up on radar late Friday as it passed over Alaska. So again, heading the same kind of thing, uh, the uh, little Fidel's bastard in Canada, Trudeau, said that uh, it had violated Canadian airspace and NORAD shot it down. Now, so maybe maybe NORAD's trying to step it up. Maybe these are, you know, fishing expeditions by the Chinese to, trying to establish what our capabilities are and how small of an object they can. I mean, we don't really know because they're not really telling us anything. Now, there's a, the February 12th, Sunday, there's another thing, the, another UFO, unidentified object in the air that was um, over Lake Huron by Montana. And now this one was also shot down. It was flying at about 20,000 feet. Uh, they said it was octagonal with strings hanging off of but no discernible payload. Uh, they're not really telling us a whole lot about it at this point. They have discounted the idea that it might be of extraterrestrial origin. But, um, you know, some of the guys are saying, well, you know, we're not ruling anything out yet either. Um White House officials have said that they were shot down. They pose a very real threat to civilian air traffic, but they were not sending out any detectable communication signals. So the uh, U.S. National Security Council says they did not have people inside. They were not having maneuvering or propulsion capabilities. There's no indication that people on the ground were in any danger. Uh, Yeah, so they're basically saying a whole lot of nothing. Um, More questions keep coming up than are being answered. Canadian military hasn't found any of the shit from the one they shot down over Canada yet. We haven't recovered any debris that they've told us about out of any of these objects that have been shot down. And it tells you kind of the state of the world at this point where we can have three unidentified objects shot down over the U.S. and Canada. And, you know, it's, everybody's just kind of like, eh. So... There's, you know, there's not some huge panic now. Me personally, I think it's a lot more. I'm a lot more inclined to go with the whole China's testing to see what they can get away with strategy here, because, it, it, again, it, they said it. You know, there's always the possibility that yeah, it could be of extraterrestrial origin, but the simple fact is they were shot down without much complication, which kind of goes against every other UFO narrative that we've been fed. For my entire fucking life, uh, every little bit and blob that came out saying the way things were moving, they moved in ways that defied physics and all this other shit for all these other sightings where they massively outran the U.S. fighter jets and these three things were shot down with, <laughs> with, uh, I mean, yeah, they used a $500,000, you know, rocket every time they did it. And, and um, uh, yeah, that's other than making us waste money and testing our military capabilities. I do think it's a lot more likely that they're kind of probing our capacities, what we can detect, what our radars are capable of picking up. Uh, that one seems a lot more likely to me. Um, it's no less concerning for all that because I'm really kind of concerned that, you know, I may be living to see World War Three. Um. Due to a multitude of factors, you know, including the the fact that if these are found to be Chinese technology. And uh, one of the th- rumors I did read online was that the technology they recovered from the balloon that they shot down on the 4th was a lot more advanced than what they were expecting. So they were kind of shitting a brick about it. So now these other objects may be other things that they were just unprepared for. And... um The fact that one of them kind of looks like the tic-tac description of UFOs that have been floating around for a while. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit concerning, but it could just be they were testing out something else. And these things, you know, they they exist. Um, Obviously, there was a physical thing that got blown up. And like I said last week, the simple fact of the matter is (laughs) the current administration is still trying to deflect and saying shit about how oh well they didn't even find them when they were coming over here during the last administration, I mean it really pisses me off that these assholes can't just own up to the current situation without trying to somehow put it at the previous guy's feet. It's I mean it's fucking pathetic. It's weak. It's it's immature. It's a juvenile way of dealing with things, and it's just it's and it's very much a benchmark of where we're at in this fucking country right now. So we've got these spineless, shiftless. N- Non accountable cock stains that are just so quick to want to go, oh, no, we did it, but it's a good thing. If civilians hadn't, I said it before, I'll say it again. If civilians hadn't called out the existence of the first fucking balloon, the government wouldn't have done a shit about it and they wouldn't have said anything about it. They only acted because the entire country was up in arms about this shit. It's not like they did something. They didn't discover it. They didn't announce it. They didn't break the fucking news that it was going on. They reacted to the people knowing something was up and demanding that they fucking do their jobs. And that's something they're already trying to brush under the rug. And the social media circle of the more left-leaning individuals are already hitting this dog whistle of, yeah, but. Yeah, but is fucking irrelevant. The simple fact of the matter is, We've got this old school warmongering shit fuck in the White House who is through whether it's deliberate or just massive ineptitude, probably going to wind up getting us into more shit than he than he realizes. Because he thinks it's still 1985 and we're having a fucking standoff with an enemy that's realistically a, sane, and B, exists. I mean, this guy is creating more problems where they don't need to fucking be because he's got the mindset of some somebody that, you know, stopped their worldview 25 fucking years ago at the minimum. And just, it's really, it's it's burning my ass so much because, I mean, I'm not thrilled with the way the world is these days. It doesn't mean I'm ready to fucking punch out just yet, you know? And so we've got this like warmongering old school mindset motherfucker that's in in power. We've got all these young stupid motherfuckers who don't see it who helped get him there. And that's if you believe in the legitimacy of the 2020 elections. I'm I'm of a split mind on the thing. I I really I do think the Dominion machines were fucking corrupted. I think there was interference going on. I know for a fact that with the Twitter files there was government and interference in the media that influenced a lot of people's votes. But at the end of the day, all that shit's irrelevant. Because, yes, record numbers of Gen Z young motherfuckers came out, and a lot of those dumb motherfuckers voted for this asshole that's in power. And I talked about that ad nauseum already, where I think it's because they're used to, maybe it's our fault as parents for the way they turned out because we were too busy trying to work and all this other shit. and. They spent too much time identifying with grandpa, so they're perfectly comfortable having somebody in their fucking 80s sitting in the seat of power in this country. Now, granted, he's not supposed to have nearly the power that everyone seems to think he has, including him, because the guy's a fucking tyrannical, divisive piece of shit. I know a lot of people voted for Biden because he was supposedly going to be a little more moderate. And instead of getting what they thought they were getting, like, more people my age that voted for him probably did so thinking he was going to be more of a unifier. He was going to be more moderate. He was going to try and get things back to business as usual. But over the, that means they just kind of haven't been paying attention because for the last 12, 16 years, business as usual has been growing more and more divisive. And this shit stain that is in the White House has done nothing but drive division this is a guy who regularly refers to around half of the country as domestic terrorists because they don't agree with his policies and the shit he's trying to pull. I mean, it's in the, he's lying just... Lying comes as naturally as breathing to this old fuck. He's a career parasite. He's been one for longer than I've been fucking alive. And a lot of the shit that he's trying to lay at other people's feet, he is on video and on record saying... The guy, see now, old bastard. I don't know what the pills they pump him full of before they, or what they're shooting into his veins right before they put him out there to give these speeches, because he's e- even completely geeked out of his brains on whatever they're putting him on. He's still barely fucking coherent. He's, you know, he stumbles over his own words. And the bread and circus assholes, the like, at the State of the Union speech, he said something completely incoherent, and they still every Democrat in the place was on their feet applauding, like he said something that was not only coherent, but fucking amazing. And it's, it's really, it's, it's just getting to be more and more pathetic. And we've got all these young, stupid motherfuckers that are just buying into it whole hog because they think they're so much smarter than everybody else. And they think they got something figured out that, that the rest of us just fucking missed because they're young and they're smarter than we are. And they're just too fucking stupid to see they're being played. So that's literally the second potential massive disaster that's going on in this world that is getting, you know, nominal coverage and doesn't really seem to be bothering anybody beyond the mirror. Like, oh, yeah, that's interesting is, yeah, there's unidentified objects being shot down over American airspace. Now, I've also read some reports that there were some over uh, the Asian continent. Uh, whether were, there was there was some in the Moscow or in the Russian territories and I heard there was one in over China as well. Which, you know, maybe it's maybe it's true, maybe it's bullshit, maybe it's a psyop, maybe it's oh no, that we didn't send those over there, they're here too. Look, look, not us, not us. But regardless of how it works, regardless of whether it's true or not, again, it's not really getting treated with like this is the potential that could be getting us into an actual fucking war. Which brings me to the next thing that has got my fucking dander up this week. There was an article that was released, basically saying the Biden regime detonated the uh, Nord Stream pipelines, the 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 pipes that Russia was using to sell natural gas to most of Europe. Uh, if you don't remember, they blew up last year. Um, you know, huge tons of gases released underwater. They blew up in the ocean, and um. Yeah, there was a journalist, a guy, this is a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist, a guy named Seymour Hirsch writes an article basically claiming the U.S. Navy was behind Nord Stream 2's explosion, uh, said the, the charges were placed there months prior to the detonation uh, under the guise of a military training exercises with, I, I think it was Sweden, Um and then they just were detonated remotely, whether it was via a drone flying over or a buoy being dropped in the water. Something was done to detonate the charges. Now, basically, right before this whole Ukraine conflict kicked off, which, I, without getting going too far into that, other than the fact that I say, yeah, the politicians got to protect their money laundering uh, puppets, the. Simple fact of the matter is right before the pipeline blew up, Biden was telling Putin if he didn't get his shit together, there wasn't going to be a pipeline. And a few days later, it fucking blew up. Now, of course, the White House has completely dismissed the allegations that they had anything to do, saying it was an investigative smear piece, basically. Um, They're just saying, you know, it's completely false. We had nothing to do with this and blah, 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 blah. But on the other hand, this is also the same White House that said, you know, Hunter Biden's laptop was missing, Russian and misinformation, which we found out it was not. He Hunter Biden's now suing about it, which I think is fucking hilarious, but that's a whole other that's a whole nother thing to rant and rave about. Um, you know, the Europeans are saying the Russians sabotage their own fucking pipeline so they could, you know, play the victim, which is realistically utterly fucking stupid because Russia is caught up in a military conflict which is, at best, poorly understood by most of the rest of the world's population. Most of the rest of the world is looking at it as an act of aggression by Russia against these poor, innocent Ukrainian people, which, it's not entirely wrong. I mean, I feel terrible that a war is going on it's going on in such a manner where innocent people are definitely getting caught in the crossfire. And that's a fucking shame. I have some people I know that are Ukrainian, like from Ukraine, live in the US. I see, I see some of them on a regular basis. Um, and they're good people. Their family's still over there. I feel for them. I really do. However, there's a lot more going, it's, it's not as simple as all of that. And, in particularly in the United States and in Western civilization, the media that people are dependent on to get their information has way oversimplified it, trying to paint it in shades of good and evil, black and white. You know, the evil Russian dictator was coming in because he wanted to take away from the valiant and noble, upstanding Ukrainian people. Now, there's a lot wrong with that because... This whole thing started because of other agreements that were put into place to yield Crimea back to Russian because it was full of um, in you know Russian people. And they were there, and they were actually being attacked. And uh, Putin's entire thing was, look, I'm doing this because these Russians need to be protected from the bullshit that's being done to them, and you guys aren't living up to your end of the agreement. And he's, I mean, he's not entirely wrong either. And the fact that the Western media is trying to paint this in terms of, you know, simple good versus evil, it's he's bad and greedy and these people are good. There's a lot that was wrong in Ukraine too. And I mean, I, like I said, I feel bad for the civilians that are there, but there are literal divisions of Nazi individuals in the Ukraine, and everybody just wants to gloss over that. Like, oh no, that's different. No, it's fucking not. Like, there are divisions in the, in the Ukrainian military that have, like, swastikas in their division flags and shit like that. You don't hear that in reports because it kind of punches holes in the narrative of these are just, these are the white hats. I mean, no, there's a lot of fucking gray, gray area in here that is not being covered because it, makes it way harder to garner support for any kind of us sending money over there to something we shouldn't be involved in the first fucking place. I mean, yeah, I, I'm sorry that the Russians are over there killing people, but it's because they've are, they, in their minds, they're acting to protect other Russian citizens that want to be Russians that are not being allowed to be Russians by hostile, aggressive people. Um, Now, is it right? Is it wrong? I don't know. I'm not there. I don't know. And I don't know directly. I do know my people that I know that are Ukrainian whose families, fortunately for them, their families got out. They're safe. They're completely fucking displaced right now. I believe they're trying to bring them to the States uh, under asylum or whatever, but that's not where they want to be. They wanted to be in their homes, safe and happy. But, and this, due to just the nature of the world, this shit got out of hand. And due to you know politicians who don't take into account the people whose lives are actually fucking up they can't get past their egos and their dicks and all this other shit and sit down and actually talk and figure things out peacefully without having this shit sometimes these wars fucking happen now that being said like i said i'm not sympathetic really towards either side in this case um the fact is the American government has sent over a hundred billion dollars to the Ukraine uh, in weapon aids, weapons aid and funding. Now, most of that's funding they're using to buy more fucking weapons, but I've said it before. They can't tell us where all the money went. I've heard statistics anywhere up to 70 percent of that money is unfucking accounted for. That's 70 billion dollars. They can't tell us where it is or what it went to or what it went, what expenses it covered meanwhile you've got the president of the ukraine's wife going on massive spending sprees and not even being subtle about it or trying to hide the fact she's out there spending money like she's got it because oh look she fucking does and so yeah that makes me a little more tempered in my sympathy like i said i feel terrible for the civilian population of this honestly i feel bad for the fucking soldiers because they're out there risking their lives for some shit that they probably really don't fucking care about because they have to and that's fucking terrible Now, my biggest problem with the fucking American government's role in this entire thing, besides the fact that, you know, my taxes, my standard of living and my needs are not anywhere near the top of their list of priorities, which is what it's supposed to be. Is we've got fucking Brandon out there doubling down every time he opens his mouth in any kind of public forum. It's, you know, we're in this for as long as it takes and we're going to stand besides the brave people of Ukraine and we're going to do this and we're this again, this warmongering fuck who is, I'm sure, beholden to the military-industrial complex in the U.S. because all the politicians are. That's why, you know, supposedly the the party of tolerance and love and acceptance is so gung-ho for this shit. They they try and justify it by saying, oh, well, you know, we're doing this to fight for justice and freedom of the brave Ukrainian people. The brave Ukrainian people, and this is callous, but it's true, we're not the world police. It's not our job to be funding their fight. At the expense of the American citizens, particularly when so many American citizens are lacking in the things they need for their quality of life and their well-being in themselves. It's almost like all these actions they're taking are deliberately trying to push us into fucking World War III. And without going into the tinfoil hat super sinister shit, I don't think it's by accident. I don't think this is necessarily they're pushing for the great reset, which is what a lot of the tinfoil hat guys are saying these days they want world war three so they can rebuild the single world government. And this is all being coordinated to help thin the population and all this other shit. I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility at this point. It kind of looks like, because they're not behaving in anything that resembles a sane or rational manner. It's this just gung ho full speed ahead. It's 1984 and you're the evil fucking USSR and we're a good guy, Americans. And now Things are probably not going well over there. The conflict's way more drawn out than it ever would have been if we would have minded our fucking business. It probably would have been over in a a couple of weeks instead of almost, you know, a year at this point. Uh, We've got Putin basically saying if shit goes sideways, he's going to start throwing nukes, which will really be a problem. Um We've got Zelensky, who's saying we should preemptively be nuking Moscow, which is a bigger fucking problem. uh, Because if we were to do that on their behalf, we would be in the fucking wrong. I really don't give a shit where you put your particular flag. That is fucking wrong. And yeah, so I guess that brings me to the last thing I wanted to talk about. And one of the reasons why I waited till after Sunday night to record this episode is the Super Bowl was this past weekend, and uh, a couple of weeks ago I had mentioned that, that I really was expecting the Eagles to win, but I really would have liked the Chiefs to win. Well, the Chiefs won, fuck the Eagles, and that's the end of the story for that. I did not watch the game. I had no interest in the halftime show because it was Rihanna, and I don't give a shit. And I heard all the commercials were crap this year. I figured if there were any good ones, I could look them up online because, honestly, um, that's really all I cared about at this point. I have. I have lost my patience for sport football Uh, between, you know, the whiny entitled players and the whiny entitled fans. And the last few years, it just really hasn't been able to hold my attention. Although by all all, uh, accounts that I've heard, I actually missed a hell of a game. It came down to a game clincher. It was a very close game. It was tied right up to the last minute. And, uh, yeah, I watched some highlights. There was some interesting stuff. But overall, I, I really... I was perfectly happy hanging out with my wife and watching movies last night. So, yeah, there we are. Um, yeah, you know, fuck the Eagles. And now, that being said, I'm going to take a little minute here to kind of assemble some thoughts of mine, because this is a lot of fucking doom and gloom in this episode. But it's not it's not the whole the rub of everything. It's just, you know, part of things. Yeah, there's... You know, unidentified objects getting shot down over the country. And they're probably not aliens. And again, I'm I'm kind of hung up on the whole, if it, if they were aliens, if they managed to master interplanetary travel or intergalactic travel, I mean, pl- it would be planetary if they were from in the solar system and we'd just been hiding from us for all this time. Or, like I said, intergalactic, where they came from another outside the solar system. Yeah. Um, They would have to have enough technology where, honestly... The standard U.S. fighter jet probably is going to have a harder time shooting them down than what happened with these things. Which is why I th- I'm i inclined to say it's probably not, you know, aliens. It's more, I mean, I, I'd be more inclined to believe, you know, secret Nazi bases at the North Pole. And they're using technology from the 40s that they, or they've been developing since the 40s and they finally got floating things. I don't know. But, I, again, I don't believe that either. So don't go out there thinking that's what I'm being serious about. And, yeah, there's environmental catastrophes. There's still supply chain issues going on in this country. There's still food chain issues. There's still food shortages. They're going to be getting worse since we just had a very verdant section of farmland be destroyed due to an environmental catastrophe. So shit's going to get worse. It really is. Um, I keep talking about the only way we can do better is to actively try and do things to insulate ourselves find find extra sources of income because the cost of living is going to get a lot more expensive and i honestly i don't believe it's accidental and the government needs people that are fucking dependent on it they don't need to be reminded that they need us more than we need them there's a lot more of us than there are of them and honestly i'm really as much as i hate the idea of you know conflict on american shores and all this other stuff. I, I, I can believe that we might be approaching a tipping point. I can believe that the current U.S. government, the, the, I don't know if we can you know, change it through voting anymore. I don't know that that's going to be the way things pan out. its They're grasping for more control. They're generating more shit to try and maintain their power. They're not relinquishing the power they granted themselves under the ideals of an emergency in the first fucking place all the emergency powers they granted themselves to in response to the COVID bullshit. They're not really giving them up. They're just trying to increase their overreach. They're trying to make more excuses. They're trying to take more liberties and more freedoms from people. And a lot of people are still stupid enough to think it's going to wind up working out in their favor in the end. they this The whole mentality of trading a little bit of freedom for a small measure of security. And it's... The only real thing you can do is try and take care of yourself and try and be ready for what's coming. And maybe, like I said, I keep harping on how stupid these young motherfuckers are and how gullible they are and how they're feeding the machine like it's something new. This is not new. That's that's always been the case. The Old fucks find their way into power and they get rid of the young fucks to minimize the competition for the resources that are available. And it—I'm sure it happened ever since, like the first shaman told the guys in the cave. They tell all the big, strong guys, "We got to go over the hill and kill their warriors." You know, while the old and the feeble and all the fucking devious motherfuckers stay back at the cave with the with the women's and the children's, waiting for Thog to go get his head bashed in. You know, it's it's so it's nothing new. It's been going on forever. All we can do is try and take steps to insulate ourselves and protect ourselves and the ones we care about from what's coming. And um like I hate to be negative, but I really do believe it's gonna get worse before it gets any fucking better. And I mean I mean, we're basically living in the the run up to apocalyptic movies and post post apocalyptic TV shows and all this other shit. It's the kind of shit that's happening right the fuck now. And we keep putting these closed minded, narrow minded, setting their way old bastards behind the reins expecting things to change they're the ones that got us here in the first fucking place that's what i don't understand about these young dumb motherfuckers who think they're changing the world you can't change the world by putting the assholes who got us here in the first place in more power no matter what they tell you they're not here for you they're there for them so and maybe you know we need to reach out and start teaching people that lead by example like, you know all the all the shit i usually try and say when i'm trying to get to back to the, a more positive mindset. We need to do better. We need to be better. We can only count on ourselves, you know. I'm that's why I try and get people to come on the Discord and talk and and join the Facebook groups and all this other shit. Try and get some like minded people together to to network to support each other. And that's really what it's going to take. There are other networks out there that are worth getting involved with. There are people out there with ideas that they can help you get where you need to be to do better for yourself. So that's kind of going to be the call to action for this episode or whatever you want to call it, where where I try and say, you know, we can do better. We can be better. I've got a bunch of links on the website. I pay for the website, so you guys will go check it out. So go look at the links. Look into the things. Go, go to the Nomad Network. Get some advice. Start a business. Get a side hustle. It doesn't have to be replacing your entire life. Just a way to get a little more breathing room, and a little more independence. And there are tons of people on this network that will try and help you out and try and guide you and steer you in the right direction because they all believe the same thing, that financial independence will make your life better. And that's what it's going to take. So, yeah, I guess, that, you know, that's, that's my, 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 my sort of call to action this week. Get out there and actively do something. Go out there and try and, you know, lead by example. Try and be an influence. Try and be a positive influence on people. Try and do better because, I mean, like I said, it, it's been a week and there has been all kinds of shit. Any one of which could be the opening scene of an apocalyptic fucking movie. And it, it, the the silence is almost fucking deafening when it comes to the, the way people should be reacting to this so much more than they are. And maybe part of it's because we're all just burned out. and We're stressed out. And we're tired, and you know the the day to day bullshit of keep, keeping alive is just you know, sucking the ability to be shocked out of us, but it, we, we got to do something. We got to change something or things are going to end up badly. And I guess for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating, go to I had to say a sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show, click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the discord, come and interact, be a part of the show. Buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.